And we'll do it live. Brought to you by Hard at It at Company. Ooze, balls, and bad decisions. Good hearted, just let us love, let us do what we want to do. Ooze, balls, bad decisions. Oh, what's up, guys? Howdy, episode, fellas. Good evening. Good evening. Episode number 16 of Booze, Balls, and Bad Decisions. This feels, um, I mean, we feel like old professionals now. Oh, yeah. Kinks are all worked out. Yeah, this is it. You should hear us yelling at each other trying to get the rundown if you think the kinks are worked out. Chatty, this is a uh, this is a big week for us, isn't it? Big week. It is. Is it this is week a big, big week. week? What's going on? I don't, I don't uh, know. I, th- I think you have some news to share. We've got I think we have some new listeners maybe this week. We do have some new listeners. If you like um if you like getting ready for college game day on Saturday mornings and you live in the southeastern Oklahoma area. Um, you'll be able to hear us on ESPN Paris 105.1 every Saturday, 9 a.m. Um, it's pretty exciting. We're pretty, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pumped up about it. It's gonna be great, man. It's gonna be awesome. Get, gonna kind of expand out into that market a little bit. Um, get some listeners on Saturday mornings. Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good time. I mean, I what, it, what else could you want while you're getting ready? You know, you're maybe you're firing up the smoker, maybe you know, you're getting your your game day gear ready, listening to me and Benny scream at each other. What more do you I, want? Yeah. <laughs> yeah nice so, so Saturday morning beverage, smokers yeah. going. Hell yeah. Here we are. Yeah. So if you're listening to us on ESPN Paris 105.1, um, first off, thank you for tuning in. Second, if you want to see what we look like or see our crazy stuff going on or or behind the scenes or whatever, still check out our YouTube, still subscribe. Um, it, it helps us to do that. So still get on there. It's booze and balls. So Definitely do that, but welcome, welcome to the show. Um, you'll, you'll notice if you've been here for a few episodes, you're going to notice that we're going to be a lot cleaner than normal. I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> something about that. the FCA or FCC, what's it called? I don't know. So, something about those guys, they don't, they don't really like me uh, saying some no. of the things I've said. So, no, well, I the reality that, uh, is Chad didn't want to run the bleep machine over, <laughs> over all my stuff. So, we decided just to clean it up. So, either you're either going to hear a very clean show, Kid show. Kid or show. In, in Hugo Paris, Adabel, all that area, you're going to hear a lot of beeps. <laughs> 
it's well, one of the two. I don't know show. which one you're going to hear, but <laughs> yeah, we're, we're now officially uh, suitable for children. So congratulations, guys. Absolutely. I don't know that we're ever going to be suitable for children. And we're uh, raising children. That's the sad thing about it. I mean, I don't know. I'm just kind of along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do we got this week, boys? Big week, man. Uh, big week to recap for sure. Um, not a very good slate uh, this coming week, which we're going to talk about that here in just a bit. So um, for those of you guys that are tuning in in Paris and listening, um, like it, like Chad said, in the Southeast area, we got three standing things that we're going to do every week, and then we're going to break down some things. So um, Tony does our uniform vibe check, and he's going to kick that off. And then uh, Chad will talk about this week's bag decision. And then we got Benny Betts followed up after that, and then we're going to get him with a special guest. So Tony, kick us off with the vibe check. You know, guys, this was not – this was not a great week for uniform vibe check. Uh, and, and by that, I mean, there were a lot of terrible uniforms, not a lot of great uniforms this week. Uh, so let's, uh, let's like we always do, let's start with the bad uniforms. Uh, runner up, this this one really should have won. Uh, or I'm sorry, well, yeah, it should have won the worst. Uh, th- this should have been the worst of the week, the Colorado Buffaloes. And I say it should have been the worst because they were the best last week. So they were, hey, if, you remember, if you remember last week, they were head to toe, icy white, bright gold. It's just, it was immaculate. It's perfect. And then you and follow, I just can't get on the same page, man. Yeah, they follow it up looking like the inmates from, uh, from a bad. From the longest yard. <laughs> yeah, thank you. From the longest yard. I mean, we are. We it are, does kind of look like that. We are generic black and white. We have no stripes, no piping, no gold. Right, Just terrible. Right. If they'd have gone black pants, I think these uh, I think black perfect. pants. Black pants would have looked pretty slick, I think. I but guess. I do I mean, we've we've talked about it a ton. I love the Vegas gold. I mean, anytime yeah. you put Vegas gold on anything, I'm in. So and we have no gold here. So no so bad. Should have been the loser in a, in a normal week. This would have been the loser. But instead, this week, another bad one probably would be the loser any other week. Virginia Tech, uh, you know, they've got weird colors anyway. They're kind of purpley maroon. And an orange. They decide, you know what? We're going all in with our secondary color this week. We're going all orange with purple accents. It's just not good. It's ugly. What is uh, a hokey? But, what is a hokey anyway? I bro, mean, I think it's a bird. I don't know. It's some <laughs> kind of bird, right? It's yeah, a bird. Exactly. All right. But the the uh, the biggest loser this week, and it wasn't really even close. Oh, the ball bad. The Vols, and and you guys, I know you both, you love the Vols uniforms, right? You love the bright orange and white, right? Uh, They they roll out this retro kind of throwback, kind of homage to uh, a player from the early 70s, the uniform he wore. Well, the problem is that uniform was orange and white, and they roll out this dark gray travesty with the weird chest piece cape-looking thing. God-awful, man. So Tennessee Vols. You're nor- normally great. You were the worst of the worst last week. Uh, winners. We only have one winner, right? Uh, oddly enough, the best two uniforms were on the same field last week. So Ooh, we had Tulane. Old Miss comes out, you know, super clean, right? White helmet, all white uniform. You know, I love the look. I love the aesthetic. They've got their, you know, the, the, blue, the, the blue stripe in the middle of the helmet looking great. However, the green wave just looked phenomenal this weekend right so we've got we've got the light blue white blue shopping on the pants uh and that that phenomenal bright green on the helmet 
looked amazing. So, so congratulations to Lane. The Ole Miss, Ole Miss was slick. You okay. know, SMU looked good too. I mean, same thing. SM, right? SMU, SMU, so, yeah. they look good. SMU looked great too, but you know, they're cutting the same form as Ole Miss. Yeah, and but, Ole Miss uh, is but, better. Here, here's my one complaint about the two lane colors, though. I want to look at these uniforms real quick. It looks like the blue on the pants is a different color than the blue on the jersey. So no. they're going the old uh, too nitpicky. No, so th- maybe they're trying to pull out the Dallas Cowboys aesthetic of having way too many blues going on with one uniform. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah, the seafoam maybe. green, man. I don't like the seafoam green Cowboys fans. I know we're off topic now, but good. One, one, one day this season, we will get into uh, all my hate for the Dallas Cowboy uniforms. We'll get there. Don't you dare touch the double star. Don't we may we may we may touch. I don't know, man. Don't you mid mid season we may do a whole don't we may do a whole episode on just the Dallas Cowboys uniforms. Maybe. I don't know, man. This uniform vibe check. I like it. Hey, real quickly before uh we walk off too far, hard edit hat company, uh great sponsors. If you notice they made the uh the intro this week. And and we're still tweaking the intro, Mikey. If you saw um, if you saw his little comment, he's our voiceover guy. I don't know if you guys know that. Did he pop by here? He's our voiceover man. Nice, um, Mikey. So love he, your work, brother. Yeah. He, he did make another cut of the uh, special edition that you guys like. Yeah, and it. I just didn't have time to work it in today, so I'll be working on that. It'll be here next week. He made it very loud, very clear. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great for the show next week. Hard at it, hard at it, hat company. Give those guys a follow on your socials. Uh, it's it's an Oklahoma company right here in Oklahoma. He makes his own hats. I mean, clean hats, awesome stuff. Um, we're all, check we're them all out. three. We're all we're all three got our hats hard on. Can't see uh, use promo code me. booze. So if you jump on promo code booze b o o z e, get you ten percent off your order. Great, great company. Yeah, hard out. I'm, I'm actually company. gonna order the black one that you have on, Ben. I just haven't got it done. I'm I love gonna order this, hat. this week. Love this hat. Order it this week. But fellas, uh speaking of hard added hats, we have a hat to give away. Uh oh, do we? so we uh we yeah, we've got a uh you, you can't see it because my lighting is off, but uh I'm wearing my 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 super clean light yeah. uh Durant Lions hat, and I have another super clean Durant Lions hat to give away to uh one of our OG listeners, uh, I know he's listening right now, Joey Tucker. Uh, I'm a- Joey Tucker. Joey Tucker. Uh, I wish I had the applause thing. I don't have the yeah, applause so, thing. Congratulations, so Joey, Joey. Joey, I'll hit you up this week. I'll get you this hat, brother. Nice. It's a, a national sheriff's deputy or the, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. Deputy sheriff. Yeah. He's deputy sheriff. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool uh, that, he, that he won the hat this week. Um, all right. We doing bad decision or Benny's bets? Bad decisions next. Okay, I've been under the weather, so I haven't done a whole lot, but I had two this week. And really, the first one, I don't I don't know that I agree that it's a bad decision, but the masses in Oklahoma thought it was a bad decision. And that is Art Browse being on the field <laughs> after the game with Jeff Levy. Now, do I think Art Browse is a creep? Yes. Do I think that he probably did some bad stuff? Yes. Um, do I think he's the monster that the world makes him out to be? Probably not. And the investigation showed that. Yeah. So probably not, but it doesn't matter. He's a pariah. He is not welcome in the world of college football. So he can't be on the sidelines only because it really puts Jeff Levy in a bad situation. You know, it just, cause clearly there's some baggage there. Oh, you thought there was some baggage there. It's just bad for him. Not even with OU, but him getting a future job. You know, they're going to be like, oh, well, is Art going to be on the sidelines when you're the head coach? I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. If I'm if I'm Jeff Levy, I don't like it. So that was going to be my bad decision. 
And then Mel Tucker comes off the top rope with sexual harassment charges on with Brenda Tracy. I'm not sure if you guys know who Brenda Tracy is. She is like the advocate for uh, the sexual harassment and, and comes in and talks to teams and, and teams hire her. She talks to the players about like what happened to her and, and I'm not going to get into everything, but I don't know what happened. He has admitted that some things happened and he's married by the way, some things happened between him and Brenda Tracy. He says consensual. She says it's not. Uh, so he's been suspended without pay. Uh, ongoing Title IX investigation, and we'll probably get fired. Let's be honest here; he's he's probably done. So Mel Tucker, I, bad decision. I, think, of the I week. think they probably have to fire him. He's already produced some text messages that are going to refute a lot of what she's saying. Um, so I, but it doesn't matter at this point. I don't so think it does either. At this I don't point, think it's a matter of optics. yeah, he's yeah. already damned, right? Yeah, yeah right. So, well, in public opinion, he's already damned. Now let's let's take so. the other side of this. Yeah. By the way, for just a second, let's take the other side of this. I can't remember the guy's name at uh, Auburn, where it was clearly made up. Brian Harson, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. clearly made up that he had an affair with a student or a graduate assistant, and it was the university's attempt to fire him with cause. And there's a lot of people that think that might be going on at Michigan State right now because they signed him to this huge deal after he goes eleven and two, and since then. Um, since then he hasn't been great. So is this a way of not having to pay his buyout? But who knows, you know. But either way, I think he's gone. Well, real and, and real quick, I got I got to say one thing on the on the Jeff Levy deal, and and I'm the same way. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat this to death, and I'm certainly not an Art Browles advocate. Okay, but I I cannot stand the hypocrites that are OU fans. I can't stand them <laughs> because you want to name. A building after Barry Switzer, and you want to do a 50th anniversary after Barry Switzer. Do we not remember what Barry Switzer was fired for? Do we remember that? Yeah, I mean, just, just they're shooting guns and stuff in the uh, and, <laughs> and the rape and the cocaine and and the scholarship violations and the steroids and, and everything. Else. But that's Charles okay. Thompson we, getting arrested. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> yeah. People, I mean, what do you want that's him fine. We'll name him. We'll name He's him. the king. Yeah. Yeah, we'll He's name a, a Switzer center after him. He's King Barry. But, he won a natty. It doesn't matter. But don't let your offensive coordinator have his father-in-law on the field after the game. And, Nowhere and, near and, the team. I right. mean, the, I, no. I, and, and again, I'm not defending Jeff Levy. I'm not defending Art Bryles. Allegedly, and it's not in his contract because I, I listen to a lot of sports radio, and it's definitely yep. not in his contract. Definitely not in his contract. But Joe Castiglione and Brent Venables both had direct conversations with Jeff Levy that said, Art Browse is not to be anywhere near this field. So, so what kind of statement is that? What kind of statement is is from Webby is that right? So you clearly know your boss and your boss's boss doesn't want your creepy uh, your creepy father in law around, Uh, and then you trot him out. So what 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 what, what is he trying to say here? What's he trying to? Here's the thing. I go two ways. I go two ways here. One is part of me is like uh, I mean he's saying you you're paying me two million dollars a year. Do something about it. Yeah. But the other thing that's probably more likely is that that they got the wristbands for the family to come down on the field and grandkids said, Hey grandpa, come with us. And he just kind of hoped no one would notice is what I assume happened. You know, well, he didn't, and, I mean, you know, it comes out on Saturday, you know, Castiglione releases everything. Venables addresses it. What does Jeff Levy do Sunday morning? Changes this his Instagram is, this is picture. Shady, by the him way. and Art Bryles, and and I freaking loved it. But then he comes out on Monday and he opens up his press conference and addresses it, and you know apologizes and all those things. And yeah, I mean, 
it, my whole thing is I, I could I could argue either side. I mean, me and Anthony, we could argue this thing for 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 an hour, but I can take either side. It's just not a good look. But my entire criticism of the whole event is we don't care about what Barry Switzer did because that that was you know thirty five years ago. But Art Browse, by golly, we're gonna we're gonna crucify him. So that's that's my deal. Um, Project Redman jumping in in the chat. Um, he he posted a couple of good articles um, about the Barry Switzer thing when some of this stuff was going down. So give give that guy a follow on Twitter. Um, Who's Project Redman? Uh, he, he's a, he's an independent journalist here in Oklahoma. Uh, does some things, uh, mostly Native American stuff, but he's got some good articles out. So How in the world did he find us? Uh, it's it's a long story, okay. uh, but he did. Well, he welcome, us. Project Redman. Yeah. Yeah, Rock on. sounds like a sounds like a future guest for the show. Actually, it does kind of he, sound like a future guest for the show. Yeah, right? absolutely. We can get him on. I, I know the guy. We can get him on. So, all right, all right. Benny's so, bets. So, you guys ready to move on to Benny's bets? We got any final thoughts yeah, on the so, bad decisions? No, I want you to catch me up on Benny's bets. You guys know I was out of pocket this weekend. I didn't see a ton of football. I I, I really didn't pay attention to your damn bets one bit. So please tell me. Please, You're killing me, say, AJ. I can say that on radio. I can say damn on radio, right? <laughs> Maybe you should say I'm, it more. I'm, Okay, I'll say it some more. Uh, yeah, so please tell me, like, we're getting closer back to positive, Benny. Please tell me we didn't go over again. Oh, no, 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 no. So Saturday was rough. According to his TikTok, we made the money. You want a bit of recap? Yeah. Saturday was rough. Um, okay. We are we are a uh, an Oregon miracle away from going winless on Saturday. We had Ooh. we had SMU. They covered. Uh, OU covered late. Two touchdowns in four minutes. That was uh, nice. Yeah, we we so we're one and four. We're one and four on Saturday, but then we all know Benny gets hot in the NFL, boys. We go seven and one there you in the go. NFL. At a baby, including including the Jets plus three and money line. Oh and Aaron Rodgers goes down. Are you kidding me? Seven and one, boys. Legit, seven and man. one on Sunday. Legit. We're going. I got nine picks this week. I'm going to run through them real quick. You guys Ooh, jot them I mean, down. We're going to run some stuff through the socials. That's as degenerate uh, as it gets. You got nine is. picks. It is. Um, <laughs> so uh, Saturday's rough. We're, we're going to talk about this a little bit more in a little bit, but the, these games Saturday just aren't very. They're just not very good. No top twenty-five matchups. I don't think so. It's just. It's it's kind of a hole in the schedule. So here we go. Um, first pick. Mm. We're going Illinois Penn State over forty-eight. Um, Penn State is going to score probably forty-eight on their own. Uh, this line is has inflated quite a bit, uh, but give me the over forty-eight in that one. Duke Northwestern, uh, give me Duke minus 18 and a half. Northwestern may be the most pathetic team in college football. They are bad. Duke is, is playing really good. Um, so, so we're on Duke minus the 18 and a half. Next game's a rivalry game. You know, there's, there's a couple of these old school rivalries this week. Tennessee and Florida. Um, I've, See, I've that, drank, I mean, that should be a good game. It should be. And it always is. It's always a good game. I, um, I took Florida against Utah earlier in the year. They laid an egg. Chatty's bad decision that week was how bad Billy Napier is. I agree. He's terrible. Tennessee minus six and a half. Give me the Vols minus the six and a half uh, in that rivalry game. But I mean, the, you know, the Tennessee hasn't looked great this year. They haven't. They haven't. But it's it's important to these. It's important to the alumni. And and here's the thing. I mean, Tennessee is just they're better than Florida. They just are. They so, are. They are. Uh, give, give me Tennessee there. Next game. I, I I fully admit I was wrong. Okay, guys. Uh, MGM oh. lost around ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. Benny was I know, wrong. I know. I usually I have a loophole. Happened. Usually I can get around some of these things, but I was dead wrong. Okay, dead wrong. All the money in the world was on Colorado 
and it should have been because Nebraska is awful. I had Nebraska plus the three. I had a money line. It, I mean, turned the ball over four times. I mean, it, their quarterback play was abysmal. They didn't try to run the ball. I mean, it just uh, – so So I'm going, I'm going back to the well. We're all prime fans. We know prime. We're all in. Give me Colorado minus 23 and a half against Colorado State. It's a late game, night game, primetime game. We all know who primetime is. Give me the buffs. Okay. And in the last college football game I got, Kansas State minus four and a half against Missouri. Missouri's trash. That's all I can say. I mean, there's there's nothing else we can really talk about there. So there's the there's the, there's a Saturday slate, Sunday slate, real quick. Colts minus one and a half over the Texans. Colts look pretty good. Um, yeah. Richardson looked good. Um, the Texans are not good. Uh, so um, I, I, I like uh, like the Colts there. Ravens, this is a funny number. Um, it's a little bit funny to me. Ravens won big. Joe Burrow and the Bengals didn't do anything offensively. I know it was raining. I know that offensive line's bad. Um, Ravens are getting three and a half on the road. I, I think you got to take the points here. It, may, it sounds a little fishy, but give me the Ravens plus the three and a half. I'm taking the Cowboys. Um, it's it's Homer City, boys. After that game on uh, on <laughs> – on Sunday night, it is – I mean, it's – I'm all in. I mean, it's Super Bowl or bust for Benny. Um, if you break my heart, break my heart. Give me the Cowboys minus nine against the Aaron rodgers Jets. And then the last pick, I, I think the, the Giants bounced back. They're not as bad as they played. Um, they got down early in that game. It was very clear. Um, the Cowboys are the better team on that field, but give me the Giants in a bounce-back game against the, against the Cardinals. So, there you go. There's Benny's bets. Nine games for you. If we add, you know, I've been known to be a degenerate. I've been known to get hot or get cold and start chasing it. So if I start chasing it, I'll post them to the social so you guys can can jump on with me. So if you're listening to this on ESPN Paris 105.1 on, on Saturday morning, you better call, responsibly call your person. How about that? Responsibly you're, call your person and yeah, get with Benny's and, bet. And, and, and we don't have legal gambling in Oklahoma or Texas on sports, so we bet uh, M&Ms. So, so you're betting M&Ms here. So. <laughs> or you could, you could come on here and we do humiliation stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's all humiliation absolutely. stuff for us. Okay. And so, if you're trying to find us on our socials, uh, you can find us oh, on yeah. TikTok and Twitter at Booze and Balls and on YouTube at Booze and Balls. That's right. And we're going to figure out the, um, the TikTok podcast here pretty quick. That's my goal for the rest of this week. Is to figure yeah. out how to get our podcast on TikTok. Real All right, on to, on to the special one. guest. Hold on, I want to add just real quickly. Watch Wyoming plus 29 and a half at Texas. Yeah, I like that. Oh. I, I thought about jumping on that too. I like that. And watch right. Mississippi State plus nine and a half at LSU. I think Mississippi State may win that game. I think they might too. Really? LSU's not very good. I, I, I drank I the I LSU Kool-Aid against Florida State. I agree. That's at home. Stark Vegas. That's what they're calling it now. I mean, I, I – yeah, I, I kind of like that one too, but I just I couldn't couldn't pull the trigger. As much as we're trying to take on a famous uh, alumni from that school, I do kind of believe in his team. So, all right, on to our special guest. Go ahead, AJ. I'll let you uh, introduce and get that under going on. All right, so uh, I get to show my Homer bias a little bit uh, on the show with us this week. We've got uh, Durant Lions offensive coordinator Sean McClellan. Coach, welcome to the show, man. Welcome, Coach. Hey, Happy thanks. Thanks for letting me come on and shoot it with you guys. I appreciate it. I like watching you guys' stuff. You do a good job. Yeah, man. Happy to have you on here with us tonight. Absolutely. Somebody uh, clip that. Somebody clip that. That's the first time anybody's ever told us <laughs> yeah. we did a good job. <laughs> yeah, that's the first compliment we've ever had. Yeah. So, uh, so we are. What are we sitting at? Two wins, one loss, coach. Is that right? Yeah, two and one. Two and one going into the bye week. Going into going into an early bye week. 
Uh, how you feeling about the season? Man, I just you know we we started off um, week zero. We had a lot of flaws offensively. Um, I don't I didn't feel like I did a good job getting us ready. And our kids played hard, bounced back week one um, at Broken Bow. First time we beat them guys at their place since early nineties. Um, Ninety two. Yep. Yeah, and so come from behind, last second field goal. Um, they played really, really hard. And then last week, um, you know, we kind of put it all together a little bit. Special teams had two big touchdowns. Offense got it going a little bit better. <clears throat> and then defense played hard as usual. Um, our, our dudes, we just play. They, they play hard. They play really hard. Um, of course, there's a lot of stuff we got to get better at. But um, two and one going into the bye after – not being two and one for a long time, uh, we're feeling pretty good. We got a lot of young kids playing, um, so we're getting better every day. Uh, and you know, every day of practice this week on a bye week, even though we don't play Friday, our kids have been locked in, and uh, we've had a really good week of practice. I know some coaches dread the bye week, but we've gotten better every day this week, so that's all you can ask for, really. So, so coach, you mentioned a lot of things I want to touch on, but but you know, most recently the the, the bye week, so. Um, are you guys treating this just like you would a game week? I mean, you're 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 in pads, you're you're in shorts and walk through on Thursday. I mean, what what's your, what you guys' plans this week? Well, uh, Monday we we just watched a lot of film, um, and conditioned a little bit, and then yesterday we went out in uh, pads and and just wore shorts, shorts and girdles, um, and and we you know we hit a little bit in individual, uh, and then today we we amped it up a little bit more. We're trying to what we're trying to do. Our goal is to you know, stay healthy, um, kind of get the kids refreshed, but also still, you know, not you don't want to go a whole week without any contact at all. So we, we've we've definitely still been physical, but we've just dialed back a little bit. We'll do the same thing sure. tomorrow. We'll we'll pad up, and um, then Friday we'll we'll have another light day. But definitely don't want to take it, you know, the intensity completely away, but sure. just let us refresh, get our legs back underneath us, and stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. So Real quickly before you, while you're talking about staying healthy, are there any injuries right now? Anything going on? I know Day Day came off for a few minutes. See everything uh, okay? Yeah, he 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 tweaked his ankle early and then early in fall camp, and uh, it's just something that's aggravated him. Um, nothing serious. Just you know, it's a sprain that just keeps getting reaggravated. So this week off is really gonna not a week off, but this this week of just kind of taking it easy. It's a good recoup week and, uh, you know, getting a little rehab on it. And uh, But, yeah, he'll be okay. He'll be full go next week. Everybody else is fine and going, doing well. Yeah, we're good. We're healthy. We're as healthy as we can be. Love it. So and, Coach, and I would be worried about that, but I know these two degenerates aren't betting on the game, so we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. no bet. No bet. <laughs> so, Coach, Coach, I've been uh, I've been calling them the baby lions, right? That's that's what. Um, and and I'm not a I'm not a do rank guy. I mean, I'm just not. So, um, and and I and I will say this: I, I watched the uh, the Duran Ada game. Um, Coach, you didn't turn the ball over seven times, and you didn't have over 100 yards in penalties. So, I mean, I think the game plan was there. I mean, you guys, you had an opportunity, many opportunities, to probably win that game and should have won that game. And we know that Ada's a good team. Ada goes on the road and beats McAllister. I mean, it's 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 number three in, you know, 5A. So, I mean, I think I think you guys are, are very close. So, talk a little bit about your, you know, you, the baby lines, those younger skill positions, you know, the, the Robbins kid, Yarbrough kit. Talk a little bit about kind of, you know, like you're saying, the development of those guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're 
we got a good mix of, of experience and youth. Um, a couple of those guys you mentioned, you know, Cole Robbins, um, Colton Yarborough, uh, Axel Thurman, Max Harrington, um, Stephen Manhard, Sajan Davis. I mean, we, we got a lot of – Holden Robinson, we got a lot of kids that are young that have to play for us um, and, and not have to because we don't have anybody else, but just because they're very talented kids. Um, that, sure. that, that sophomore class is, is extremely talented, and they've been talented talented for a long time um but you know sometimes soft you got that many sophomores playing you know sophomore mistakes show up sometimes and it's just part of the it's part of the growing and um and and then you add in um you know our junior class which i think is maybe the the has the most football iq of any class i've ever coached um and then you mix that in with the senior class who's just extremely physically gifted um and and uh, it's it's a pretty good combination, um, but yeah, I mean those kids that you just mentioned, they you know they they know they're good. They have they have swag about them. Um, they're confident, um, and I think the biggest challenge with mixing so many young kids with um, a lot of experienced kids is you're, you're going to have growing pains. I mean, are we light years better than where we were this time last year? Absolutely, we are. Um, but every now and then, you know. Um, you know, one of those a young kid will make a mistake, or or maybe even an older kid will make a mistake. But it's just gelling together and you know, kind of getting through those growing pains. Um, and I feel like every single week uh, we take a step forward and we mature a little bit um, together as a team. Yeah. Uh, but but for sure, we got a lot. We got more talent than uh, we've had since I've been here. For sure, there ain't no doubt about it. Yeah. So is that is that really the difference you think, Coach? So. Uh, before you started on that, I was going to ask, since you brought it up a minute ago, it's been a long time since we were two and one, right? So it's, I mean, it's been, I mean, even even before you and coach you and coach Vargas came, it was we had a lot of lean football years, uh, and this year, I mean, just I, I know I know game one did not go the way anybody wanted it to go, but when I see, God, you're going to hate for me to say this, I'm but when I see picture, when, when I see your when I see your guys out there fighting on the field like, like like being that salty and fighting on the field coach it's been a long time since anybody on that field had anything to fight about man and so just from from a dad how i love seeing it what's yes. what's the what's the biggest difference you see right now compared to you know even even last year right man you know i just think um, you got kid. You, we got a group of kids, sophomores through seniors that that think they that they expect to win. Um, they they don't accept losing very well. I mean, when we lost that Ada game, that was the first time after a game that I had seen an entire team just heartbroken. I mean, yeah. I seen more kids crying. I seen. Um, you know, I just seen a lot of emotions that I hadn't seen since I'd been there um, that that, you know, it sucks that we lost. But it was also a feeling of like, Hannah, you know, you, you, you're happy to see that they care so much. And then you mix that with um, extremely competitive group of kids uh, that have won their entire life. Um, and it, it's a pretty fiery combination. Um, and then throw in the talent. And, and, you know, you expect to win, you're competitive, and you got talent, you got a chance. You always got a chance. And uh, from your, you know, from what, you know, hitting on what you said a little bit, uh, we, 
we tell our guys you play hard. You know, yeah. you don't take you don't you don't take take crap like from nobody. I don't care. That's right. I don't care who we're playing. Mind like three times. <laughs> Did you guys all see yeah. how that professional nobody. edited it like five times? <laughs> yeah, and so you, you know, it's just it's just we're learning how to play together, um, and we're learning how to play for each other. But uh, definitely, you want to have a little little crap in your neck, and uh, we're we're getting there. We're getting there week by week. Yeah, give so, me give, give me a little swagger. Uh, yep. g- give me give me somebody that's got a chip on his shoulder. Give me somebody who you you hit my guy laid out of bounds. I'm right in your grill, bro. I mean, give give me somebody. Yeah. Give me some of that. And and yeah. you know, I, I and I'm not talking about going you know to the far extreme and you know personal foul penalties and cheap you know late hits and things like that. But right. I mean, anything in between the sidelines and in between the whistles, man. Let's let's get it on. I mean, this is war. We're 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 wars. This is modern day gladiators, man. I mean, this is that's good stuff. You gotta Absolutely. have it. You gotta have it. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so, so, so obviously I'm biased, right? So my, my boys on the team, uh, you know, coached, coached a bunch of the, of the junior kids, coached some of the seniors played against, uh, a lot of the sophomores. Right. So, so those, those boys grew up just playing each other, right. Every fall. And so obviously we love seeing them play together now, uh, but seeing them come together and, you know, expect to win coach. It's a beautiful thing, man. I mean, it's, it's great to watch. Yeah, and, and, and kudos Absolutely. to you guys for 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 coaching them up. I mean, you know, so I you and I were talking a little bit off the air. You know, I used to coach high school football a little bit, and and I've told AJ and and, and Chad this before. Durant was was my dream job. Had I stayed in coaching, I'd always I always said Durant is a absolute sleeping giant. I mean, it is a sleeping giant. You just you need the right guy in there. You need the right motivators in there. With, with as big as that school is and the talent that you have to pull from from that area, you need the motivators and you need the the game plans. And, and I mean, from an outsider looking in, you guys are well on your way. So, you know, Coach, kudos to you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. So I gotta, I gotta and, and, and just to – can I hit on that just for yeah. one second? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, got, um, we got extremely good leadership. Um, you know, our head coach is extremely patient and positive. And, um, you know, how do I say this? Uh, It's been a long, long three. This is my fourth year here, and it's been a long three years. um, And there's not been one one time that our head coach hasn't, you know, kept our mind on the on our end goal. And, um, you know, you lose you lose as much as we've lost the last three years. You're you know, you can easily go down that that negative track and. He's done a really good job of keeping everybody's mind where he needs to keep it and um, keeping everyone's positivity um, up, I guess you could say. Um, but, yeah, I, our head coach is extremely patient, and he's, he's gotten this program going where we need to get it going. It's awesome. It's awesome. So just real quick, because I don't know that tonight's the first time I've ever talked to you. Uh, so where were you at before Durant? Where did you come? I don't know if you guys talked about that before, but I don't think we've covered it on the show, have we? I missed that. Okay. No, we. No. Yeah. Where Where were you at before Durant? What positions? How did did you work your way up? Were you hired as the OC? Give us all the breakdown of that. Yeah. So um, I actually graduated from Dixon uh, in fourteen, um, and my head coach his his name is Jeremy Reed. He was a, he's actually the head coach at Altus again. Um, but anyway, so. I graduated and I stayed at home for a year and I GA'd while I was, you know, going to get my basics in college or whatever. 
and uh, worked for a guy named David Gillum, coach running backs and outside linebackers, got my foot in the door. Um, pr prior to me graduating, my head coach, Jeremy Reed, got the head job at Altus, head, head job, AD job at Altus. Um, so I stayed home a year. He was out there a year. Um, I GA'd at Dixon. And then after that season was over, I ended up going out to Altus where Coach Vargas, our current head coach, and uh, my former head coach, Jeremy Reed, was. Um, coach Vargas was his D.C. I ended up going out there in 15, and uh, he uh, he let me run the offense in the middle school, and I helped out on Fridays, and um, we ended up winning the state championship. And then I t he took a job in Arkansas, and Coach Vargas ended up getting the Alpha's head coaching job. And I took uh, two years off of coaching, um, went, up, went up to Stillwater, went to college, and uh, – Finished up there, and then Coach Vargas ended up getting the Medill head coaching job, um, and he called me up, and I just moved back and uh, just moved back into uh, Ardmore. That's where I'm from, um, and he got the head job over there. Asked me to come coach quarterbacks because we were still in our flex bone system. So I go over to Medill for two years. Second year there, he promotes me to OC. Then he, you know, Durant job comes open. And, uh, you know, he ends up getting it. So he brings me over and been here ever since. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, it, it would be, you know, it'd be tough for me as, as being a young coach. And I've, and I've been in this situation. I mean, I never won a state championship. But when you're part of a state championship and then you take two years off, I mean, uh, there, there's a school there in Lawton. I mean, there's Cameron's right there in Lawton. Yeah. I mean, uh, you can get that degree. Man, yeah, I mean, you know, you just – you're young and dumb. And uh, my wife actually – she was going to school in Stillwater, and I just oh, – it was one of those things where – You, you yeah, chased the girl. Yeah. yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, which, we, you know, we've been together since we were sophomores in high school. So, you know, that long-distance stuff, it, it, it was tough on – you know, you could imagine it was tough on a relationship. So, I, you know, I ended up going up there and getting out of it for two years. And then I realized I actually – while I was out of it, I actually got a job cleaning uh, – cleaning out sewer lines and uh i realized real quick i, I don't i don't like this real work stuff so yeah, i got back in it time to get back First in education yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so yeah. man it worked about, out for you though i mean you know yeah. it's, uh, that's the thing i mean the, the 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 coaching path is not always an easy one you know sometimes it's filled with a ton of success and a ton of downs and it's a roller coaster ride but i mean good for you you you, you stayed at the course and and it worked out for you so you're two and one. I mean, you're two and one. Two and one. Yeah, 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 so yeah. You were talking about the flex bone and how that's what you had in a deal. That's what you started with here, right? So yeah, yeah. this year has been the, the change. So talk about like what went into that, how hard it was to get the kids to buy into changing your – I don't know if you changed the entire offense, but you changed quite a bit of it, it seems like. Well, we did a total total redoal of it, and it wasn't hard to get them to buy in at all. Um, <laughs> and and it, That flex bone. You know, uh, that flex bone. Yeah. That that's 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 how you know you work for an old school coach. If you're running the wing tee or the flex bone, them guys been around since the late seventies, early eighties. That's a hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, that's what I played in, and that's what that's all I ever knew. And uh, we got here, and you know the old the old um, cliche thing around the flex bone was it, it allowed you to do more with less, and. Um, and and it kind of had an old school identity to it, you know. You run the football, control so, the clock. 
Did you, did you have a strong side and a weak side? Do you have a strong guard and a weak guard? You're flipping. No, right I, I didn't. No. I didn't flip guards. Oh, no, man. I didn't do any of that stuff. No, <laughs> um, we were pretty traditional. You know, we we'd go to Harding. You know, they they're really good at it. They're like yeah. the they're like the American. They you are. Know. That's it. Um, yeah, that's, yep. So we we'd go talk with them once or twice a year, and we tried to be as traditional as we can. And um, you know, it's just to do the same thing over and over and. It, the same way and expect new results. I mean, that's the true, that's the true um, definition of insanity. Absolutely. And so going into this off season, we just sat down and we were like, look, you know, we got, we got size, we got speed, we got skill. And um, we just, we just sat down and kind of built it from scratch. You know, what do we want to do and who do we want to be? Well, we want to run the football. Um, we, we, we don't want to get away from that, but we got quarterbacks that can run. We got good tailbacks. We got kids that can go catch the football. We got linemen that'll go, you know, down block, kick out, and but also can pass pro when we need to. And so we just we had all these pieces that was really really hard to put into place in the flex bone. You couldn't get everybody on the field all the time. And um, I didn't think it was giving our chance our, our team a chance to be as good as we could be. Because um, the skill kids, and, you know, we talked we talked about the skill kids earlier. The young skill kids, you got to get them on yeah. the field. You got to get them on got the field. To. That's right. You got to. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm still a believer in having a tight end and fullback on the field as often as I can. That's who, you know, that's who I am. Um, but we also, we're, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll spread you out. We're getting two by two and three by one. We'll get some quad sets. And uh, we have the ability to do that. Um, if we didn't have the kids that could do it, we, you know, we wouldn't even have thought about it. But we have the kids that can do it and we, we get better every single day. And, um, you know, there are some things that going into the spring when we started making the change that, you know, our kids weren't used to doing, you know, our, our receivers don't, didn't know how to run clean routes. They didn't understand spacing. Um, our quarterbacks didn't know how to read flat defenders. They didn't know how, they didn't know the difference between a roll safety and a fire safety. You know, they didn't know those things. And so, um, it's been a process. Um, but, well, we have well, eager here, kids. Here, here's the thing, Coach. I mean, Coach, I mean, kudos to you guys because, you know, like I said, I mean, you and I were talking off the air. I mean, I, I coached for a number of years. And, and I mean, here it's – I know so many guys in the profession that I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to bang my head against the wall because I'm right and they're 16- and 17-year-old kids and I know more <coughs> than they do and we're going to continue to do what we've done for my entire career because that's what we do. But you guys – scrap it all build the offense for your kids i mean that's man kudos to you guys that's that's it, it takes a lot of ego out of it and 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 it's it's producing wins so congratulations well i tell you too if we were to you know if good chance if we would have kept on down the same road we wouldn't have some of the kids we got now and maybe not had a job again. So I think it works out better for everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. so you want to talk about differences, you know, this year compared to, um, I mean, uh, I'm not even talking about last year. I'm just talking about going back a decade. Coach, I can't tell you the last time our guys passed the eyeball test. I mean, you know, for years, brother, for years, you would look at our lines and this is not, I'm not criticizing any kid out there because they're all they're out there playing their butts off. But you you look especially you look at our linemen, and you look up look. I mean, we're, we're, we're playing McAllister. I mean, we're playing all these guys, and they are huge. And we've got tiny linemen out there, and of course, you know, we get our faces kicked in. Like right, like it was when I when, and I didn't really realize it because like I still think my own kid is a midget. 
But when we got out there for the for the preseason scrimmage for the media day, and you know they're out there in, in their in their shorts and helmets, I'm like, we got some dudes out there. We have, we have some grown we have some full grown men out there pushing the line around. Yeah. And it's the first time in probably a decade I can say that. There's D1 right? talent it's, it's, on that offensive line, defensive yeah, line. It's, I mean, God, it's, there's God, D1 it's talent it's, there. It yeah. is great to see to see us with you know. With with full ass grown men out there on that offensive line and defensive line, it's great to see. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it helps a lot. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm pretty biased because um, I coach the O line, and I, I'm telling you right now, I, I haven't been around a group of kids up front that that plays with the nastiness those kids play with. I mean, are they perfect now? But they'll they'll play. They'll, they'll give you everything they got every rep. I can promise you that. And so I'm for that. I'm extremely proud. Um, that that makes us extremely proud as coaches. Yep. So with so with your new system, your new offensive system, talk a little about. You know, you're an O line coach. If if you're running the flex bone, I know exactly what you're doing and how you're calling. You know, your calls up front. And then and now, you, like you said, you guys are moving to more of a spread system. You know, you, you're going to have a fullback tight end on the field. Sometimes you're going to go three by one, two by two. Um, how did that change for you up front as an offensive line coach? Or are we doing a lot more zone schemes in the run game? You know, how, how, how did you change that up a little bit? Well, um, you know, that, that was a big conversation going in, you know, because when you think of spread football, everyone likes to start and end with inside outside zone. Yeah, and absolutely. I just didn't, that's, that's bread and butter. We, we didn't feel like that was really our kids um, identity because we're athletic up front. We're athletic, we're, you know, we're big, but we're not like jug butt big. We're athletic big. We're fit. Um, and and so I felt like, you know, the, the one thing that we could do really, really well was we could block down, pull, kick out, pull, wrap. Um, and so we major in uh, buck sweep, power, counter, and then we throw in some outside zone. And we have tons of variations in different ways we can run those plays. But we're, we're going to line up and we're going to block down. We're going to kick out. And that's, you know, that's who we're going to be. Um, now, how we do it, we can dress it up multiple ways, but Absolutely. Our, yeah. we, we got some fast guards, we got big tackles, and so the best way to do it is, you know, take those big tackles and block down, get those fast guards, kick out, pull, and wrap, and that's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. God, I love it. Love it. Okay. I don't want to break up the thing, but with our new radio gig, we have to stay at an hour. So we're at about 45 <laughs> minutes right now. So before we go into the pick em and and – Coach, you gonna stay with us and do oh, do a yes, little NFL coach, talk? Coach, stay with us. Stay with us. We're gonna hey, we're gonna play some good. NFL games. Stay but, with us. But before we do, that was good. I want you to tell us who the next opponent is because we're off this week. Our next opponent, give a little breakdown, home away, all that stuff. We go to Sepulpa next Friday. Um, big big game for us. Uh, they're extremely talented. Um, they got really good skilled players defensively. They run to the ball really well. They they're really good up front, both sides of the ball. Um, but they're extremely beatable. Um, you know, if we can if we can go to Sepulpa and go take care of business like I know we can, um, it'll set us up really, really well for um, a, a playoff position, to be real honest with you. Um, they're going to be a good football team. It's a really good challenge. They're well coached. Um, but, you know, I, our kids will be ready to go. So we'll see what happens. Get after him, Coach. Get after him. So last thing, last thing for me. Uh, oh, I got one I, more, too. I'm, I'm, I'm a big – you know, like I said, I coached for a number of years. So give me uh give give me a play call. I love the verbiage. I love the differences. Uh, give, give me give me a play call. Any play call doesn't matter. Give, the, what it give is. us the most complicated one. Just spit it out. Let me have it. Uh, okay. So we'll go with a 
Let's go with the left wing Yuffie tail 28 trace. Um, that'll be a that'll be a buck sweep call with the backside oh, yeah. triple option tag. The trace is the trace is the key there. I mean, you, some people call it trip, you know, whatever. But yeah, the trace is the key there. I, I like it. I like it. And I just have a quick favor to ask before we move into this NFL. I'm pretty partial to number 52 on your offensive line. So if you get a chance to just make him run a little extra, you know, just tell him <laughs> Uncle Chad said to run a little extra. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I'm not I'm not trying to go over time, but I got to say Josh Hitchcock is, is, you know, when I talk about that kid, I, I can almost get teared up every time I talk about him because he is that the absolute picture perfect person, not even football player. He is the best person I've ever coached in my entire life. That kid inspires me. Um, he holds the door after practice, tells every, one of his teammates good job every single day after practice. He is the best teammate I've ever seen in my life. He, I mean, that is – hats off to the kid. His parents did a great job. He's a tremendous kid. Well, and, don't, and hats don't off to you. Don't tell my brother that. Don't tell my brother that. No, I mean, hats <laughs> off to you, Coach. <laughs> coach, hats off to you for developing that and for recognizing that because in high school football – you're not you're not preparing these kids to play Division One. Are you going to get you know the unicorn every once in a while that plays Division One? Absolutely. You are teaching these kids to be good young men. So hats off to you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, you're going to make me emotional. Um, let's move into. <laughs> I love that kid. He, he is really a good kid. Um, let's move into NFL. First game Thursday night football. Vikings Eagles. I know Benny's going to be all over this one. He is a, for the. Cowboys homer, he sure is in love with the Eagles. So, who we got this week? Coach, lead us off. Who are you picking? We'll let you pick first. Is it in Philly? It's in Philly. Yeah, I'm going to go with Philly. Yeah. Okay. Benny? I, I, I think the Vikings are going to bounce back a little bit. You know, they lost the freaking Baker Mayfield. That was our only loss on Sunday, by the way. Lose to Baker Mayfield. Uh, but, yeah. The odds, Eagles, right? <laughs> Eagles at home. Give me the Eagles. AJ. Vikings are trash. Give me the Eagles. I'm fly all over Jalen Hurts as well. Let's go. Yeah, I'm oh, ready for this showdown. Did you just say fly Eagles fly? Ugh. You know, you know, never... I love Jalen. <laughs> Even though he went that. to OU, I love Jalen. I can't oh, help I can't it. say that. Think cry you, Eagles. Cry. Well, you're probably like, oh, he's a he's a Bama. He's a Bama guy. <laughs> all right, Sunday night football. We're trying to hit the. Oh no no no! Hold on, wait. We got another one here. The lines in here somewhere for our buddy Dane Seahawks at the Lions Sunday at noon on Fox. I'm going to go first here. Give me the fight in Dan Campbell's all day long. I could listen to that guy talk and just watch him walk the sidelines all day long. Give me a dedicated Dan Campbell cam. Yeah, coach, we're we're big time Dan Campbell fans. I'm not I'm not going to say I'm a Lions fan because I'm a diehard Cowboys fan. I don't I'm not I'm, I'm no fan of any other team. But man, give me the Lions. The Seahawks are frauds. They were frauds last year. Geno's a fraud. Give me the Lions. Well, I saw Dan Campbell get one of the biggest hog legs I've ever seen a coach get in the training camp video. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Dan Campbell and the Lions. I ain't no doubt about that. Uh, it's it's no mistake. I mean, it's no uh, it's, it's no secret on this show. I have the, uh, the the largest man crush on Dan Campbell in the country. So uh, I can't pick against him. Lions have all the momentum. Give me give me head coach Dan Campbell all day long. God, I hope they just. Uh, I hope they're good this year. All Remember, right. we've, all, we've all been on the same side so far. All right, Chad, next Yeah, game. I don't like it. We need some controversy here. Sunday night football, an old divisional rivalry that used to go all the way one way, and it started to switch a little bit. We got the Dolphins at the Patriots, 720 on NBC, Sunday night football. Um, we'll let Coach go first. Who you got? It's at New England. 
Man, I thought New England was a tough out the other night for the Eagles. They just do everything right. Um, but I also thought Miami's offense was super explosive. Um, Two look good. But I think I think the Dolphins will make one too many mistakes, and the Patriots will pull one off last second field goal. I like okay. it. I'm I'm with you, Coach. If this game is in Miami, I'm taking the Dolphins. It's in New England. It's Sunday night. It's Bill Belichick. Give me the Patriots. AJ, who you got, bud? I saw a tweet today that every offensive lineman uh, on the Patriots is hurt right now. Uh, I think that's going to give them fits. Uh, I mean, they struggle with quarterback play anyway. Give me the Dolphins. Ooh. The, two, the two bald guys are going to stick together. Give me Tua and the best uniform in sports. It's Dolphins all day long, baby. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Um, really? Right. Okay. Monday night football. We got two Monday night games. Two Monday night games. So we got 615 on ESPN, uh, Derek Carr and the Saints traveling to Bryce Young and the Panthers. Whoever wants to start it off, jump in. Coach, there. kick us off again. Hey, I'm just I'm I'm not I'm not on that Bryce Young train, to be honest with you. I think I think the Saints roll them. I don't think the Panthers are very good. I agree. I'm all Saints on this one as well. I, I just I mean Go ahead, Benny. Go ahead. I don't think the Saints are any good, though. I just I don't believe in Derek Carr. I think Bryce Young has a ton of talent. Um, I, I looked at this game a little bit. It's just there's just not enough points for me. But I still like to give me give me the Panthers. Give me the Panthers. Give me the baby Panthers. Oh, no. All right, AJ. Uh, it's, I don't know. Like the biggest loser here is the viewers, right? Who the hell wants yeah. to watch this game, right? How did how did this <laughs> how, how did this get week two Monday Night Football? I don't get it. Uh, I think I think the Saints play. I think they play pretty good defense. Uh, so based upon that alone, give me the Saints. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. If if when they set this, I don't know what the uh, schedule makers were thinking. Making yeah, these two I have games, no idea. I do know. Both games are are rough. Uh, and the second game, seven fifteen on ES or uh, on ABC. I'm sorry, Browns at the Steelers. Steelers look like hot trash in the opener. Um, Coach, where you got? I thought the Steelers looked terrible. Um, but I'm not a fan of the Browns either, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Good pick, Coach. Good pick. Um, Terrible pick. The, no. Wrong. The, the, <laughs> So this is this is one of those lines where Vegas is begging you to take the Browns. It's two and a half. Pittsburgh's blown out. Browns blew out the Bengals. This is a trap game. This is a this is a classic. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I hate them. I hate the Steelers with everything in my body. I hate Kenny Pickett. I think he's trash. Give me the Steelers. Um, so I'll go next because AJ should have to go last since he picked the Steelers to make the playoffs and win yeah. the division. You already know what I'm gonna say. So yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah, so I am a Steeler as Cowboys homer and super fan. Do not fan. say it because you're going to set me off if you say this. Don't say you're a fan. You cannot I'm be a fan of the fan. Cowboys and the Steelers. Oh, he's, he's got not a, a jersey. He's got a, You know he's got a jersey I'm not in the a closet, fan. Benny. He's got a damn, but yeah, I always, a damn Troy Polamalu it's a res, It's a respect thing. I always liked Ben R. And I like the logo. I like the uniforms except for the yellow. But it's the Browns. It's the Sean Watson and the Browns are winning this game. AJ, tell us how great the Steelers are. Well, so uh, I think the Browns win because I think they play pretty good defense over there in Cleveland. However, uh, I got to say true to my preseason pick of a turnaround for the uh, mighty Pittsburgh Steelers. So that turnaround starts week two, baby. They beat Cleveland. So you're doubling down on your stupid take. Okay, got it. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> all right, we have about three minutes left. Closing 
anybody got anything before we we bounce off here and and head into the uh, internet ether? I mean, good luck to the Lions. I mean, Coach, thanks for coming on. We appreciate you. Um, it's it's been great to talk with you and get to know you a little bit. Um, I, I just I love this baby Lions. I mean, I'm I'm all in on the baby Lions, baby. I mean, you got baby a ton lines. of sophomore talent. I mean, I just I love it. You got you got some good you know senior junior leadership. You got some D one players on this team. Like you said, it's it's a great mix. It's a great locker room. That's kudos to you guys uh, as a coaching staff getting those kids ready to play and getting them bought in. You know, I mean, that's that's the thing is is you know, kids are going to do what they're led to do. And so when you have good leaders leading good young men, good things are going to happen. So, Coach, kudos to you guys. Good luck to the baby Lions. Get healthy this week. Um, you know, stay in a bit of a routine and then head up to Sepulpa next week and, and, and throw one down. I appreciate that. Hey, and again, thank you guys for letting me come on and shoot it with you. You guys do a fantastic job. Well, thanks, man. So, again, we're going to clip that twice. Where, where can, hold on real quickly. Where can people follow you on socials? Uh, I got uh, Twitter and Facebook. Um, Sean McClellan. Okay, Sean McClellan. Twitter and Facebook. Hit him up. AJ, I've got, a, I've got a hat for you from a Hard At It Hat Company. I'll bring it to you tomorrow night when we cook it's for the a team. Sweet hat. Awesome. Appreciate that, man. You're just getting all the cool hats over there. Man, AJ's got the pipe one. Dude, we, we've got a great got sponsor. So Hard At It Hat Company, you guys, check them out. Check out their Facebook page. Check out their website. Use promo code BOOZE for 10% off and and load up they've got some they've got some cool merch man the old the old school houston oilers logo i love it uh they got some good merch it is pretty cool all right espn 105.1 thank you for uh tuning in this week not that you had much of a choice you just left it on the radio and got to hang out with us for a little bit um subscribe to our youtube at booze and balls get on tiktok follow all of benny's funny stuff and what are we on twitter booze and balls are we on are we at we booze are, and balls are, on all we three are, we are at booze and balls on all three. Oh my or gosh or find us on facebook Yep. How did we do that so well? All right, man. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Good luck in all the Benny's bets. And we'll We're see going you next 9 week. 0. We're going 9 0. See you next nine week. 9 0. Calling it Perfect. now. See you, coach. Thanks, man. See you guys. See you. Take it easy, guys. Cases of cold.